to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Wow. Yes. We got a roaring storm going on right now. Oh my goodness. That was uh, the biggest storm I've had in a long time. The bear is getting shooken up. (laughs) Yeah. Us Californians aren't, uh, we're not used to that. You know, we don't live in the Midwest where, uh, you know, stuff goes crazy. So, uh, yeah, we, we live uh, in the Bay Area, uh, the very south part of it, uh, in California, Santa Cruz area. And we had some winter storms that came. And, boy, they packed some really high winds. Uh, I happen to have some 200, 250-foot redwood trees where I live in the mountains. And they dropped a lot of a lot of big limbs that were, I mean, literally eight, nine-inch diameter limbs that came down. And, uh, you know, as, as much as the cleanup and the hassle of not having power, even now I'm on a generator, um, is, you know, I'm very thankful. Uh, we have some uh, s- some ponies and I happened to lock them up because I just didn't want them to go crazy with the, the wind and the rain and all that. And where they usually stand, uh, that's where these big 200-pound limbs came crashing down. And uh, it could have been a very different uh, evening, you know, wow. uh, trying to put it. Yeah. And, you know, no vet's going to come out. So I'd probably, you know, I don't know. You have to put a bullet in their head if they, you know, if they're crushed. Wow. I don't know. It could have been really bad. So I am thankful to the Lord that uh, wisdom prevailed, that I locked him up. Uh, my wife usually takes care of that. She's very much, uh, much smarter in that area. But she was down for the count because she uh, contracted COVID yesterday wow. during the storm. Took the test and all. You know, we had some extra tests from, from work and things like that. So. So she's kind of down, but she's much better today. Anyway, that's yeah. uh, well, the that's- rains it pours uh, down over at my house. They had a hundred foot pine, uh, pine tree collapse my neighbor's yard next to us, and literally, there it it collapsed right in the their driveway where six cars were, and they it went right between all six cars oh and didn't hit any of the cars. And wow. one of the cars was there, and the and the girl. Um, the daughter of the house moved the car three minutes from that spot where she was before that it hit. And her, her dad was up on the street, just weeping. Going, I'm just so thankful oh for angels protecting my daughter. It, she, I mean, three minutes she ago, she was right in that spot. So wow. you know, God is, you know, I just constantly look to God and all these big storms, these big events, these big things that are going on in the world. You know um, you know, I even had to have my buddy Chris come over tonight we're, we're we're in a deep underground bunker in some undisclosed area because her power is out mm-hmm. she's got no power but i got a generator on in the back and uh we're we're hanging in there we are we are i mean here we are we we don't the three of us none of us have power and mine went out uh, <laughs> early yesterday morning there's a big explosion on a transformer across the street and i thought okay it's going to be a while. <laughs> Got to hunker down. And I want to give a shout out to my neighbor, uh, my neighbors, Laureen and Mitch, uh, because before long, I heard their their generator fire up and mm. woof, over the back fence was an extension cord. So I was able to plug in. God bless them. God bless good neighbors. I plugged in my refrigerator at least, but I was I was huddled up with quite a few layers on, so I'm glad to have light on right now and yeah. to be warm here with the the blessings of Brandon's uh, generator going. So you might hear some noise in the background. Yeah, it's, it's humming outside, but uh, 
but we are safe and secure here. So hallelujah. Absolutely. And you know, we're, we're all thankful and uh, we're thankful. We don't have a bunch of cases against us either. That's gotta be. <laughs> yes. That's we're kind of in the final really days. We're kind of in like the final, the final days. It was like, we're the big game. Like it's like people are dropping off. Cases are dropping off. Things are like, it feels like, like the deep state and, and Donald Trump and the deep state are like going into the Super Bowl right now. And there's like one major game left. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels really like down to the wire. They're pulling out their, their work, you know, every last card they got right now with some of these, these cases, um, the stuff with the, on the border. I mean, we got, a, there's a ton to talk about tonight in the show. So yeah. Where do we let's jump in? Jump to it. Oh, let's do the cases since uh, we started just mentioning that. Um, you had a case, right? I'm trying to think which case you had the uh, Fanny and uh, oh, Fanny Ma- or Annie. Fanny Willis of Fulton County. You know, I don't like to give her too much um, attention because sometimes I think attention is what she's looking for. Yes. But the the thing to remember about this whole uh, it's funny they don't call her. Um, she's the district attorney. They 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 you know they call her a lot of times just call her Fanny, which is it's not a very respectful name, even though it's her first name. But don't forget that what's going on with these cases with President Trump, what it is. Yeah. It's election interference. Yeah. And we need to keep that in mind as these things are going on. Um, I mean, she continues, if if you remember Fanny Fanny Willis, um, and as uh, it, it was Jesse Jesse Waters did a, a little um, a, li- a little piece on her, and he calls um, uh, J- Fanny's lover boy um, <laughs> that that is the attorney that has Fanny has contracted out for over six hundred and thirty five thousand, I think it was. Um, she is in big trouble is the way I see it because she's been subpoenaed by the uh, judicial committee and she's going to have to give an account of her going ons with Nathan Wade at this point in the story. And it does sound a little bit like, um, like a Jerry Springer show. Gosh, it does. (laughs) It's, It's rather embarrassing that the world is watching us going, is that their judicial system over there? Um, They finally admitted, yes, they have a romantic sexual relationship, but uh, she claims that she didn't have it until after they were hired. Well, that has already gone out the window because um, uh, his ex-wife, which was only his ex-wife, she might not even be an ex yet. Um, They just filed... Uh, papers when he started the job, handed over um, evidence that he had charged an Airbnb quite a while before he was hired, where they went off on a little excursion together and several other things too. And then uh, besides that case, in her, um, her state of Georgia, it's against the law even to hire Nathan Wade was hired as a special prosecutor. Well, she's not even supposed to have that ability. So they are um, looking to recuse her and even impeach her from being a district attorney, which could change everything. So inside the legislature of Georgia, 
they're beginning to do some work um, because of Nathan Wade and some things that just don't look good from a DA's point of view, that there seems to be some uh, ethical issues which seem quite quite obvious. And so um, Fanny, Fanny is having a little bit of problem in her Fulton County. So um, my guess, my best guess is she's going to have to either recuse herself, step down, or she will be uh, brought to criminal charges possibly. And yeah. she might even have to end up doing some jail time because it looks like she's embezzled some um, money. And there was somebody in her office who actually had a $600,000 grant that was supposed to be used for anti-crime. And the one who helped their office write the grant uh, said that money uh, went to swag and for travel. Wow. And she said she had a tape. So there's a tape that's out there recording of, of her going to Fannie. Well, after she went to Fannie to say, we can't use this money like that. This is what um, this person in your office is using it for. Michael Cuffey was his name. Um, she lost her job. So she was then escorted out a yeah. bit later and uh but she did record the conversation with miss fanny yeah wow. that's really interesting you know I, I think this is really shows the biblical principle that your sins will find you out um you know the haughty the bible talks about why are the why are the why are the wicked so haughty they're, they're so uh you know it, it, what happens is they get so um used to being able to to do evil against you know righteous people and and make you know, and, and and go skirt the law over and over again till then you don't like you can't cover your tracks when you're making all these huge decisions, and it's I, I think it's just you know the 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 what is the, what's the phrase the the roosters are coming home like if you made you know it's gonna and that's the thing I think that's really interesting is that all of these various lawsuits that are coming out it's it's showing how corrupt they have to find the most corrupt DA. To, to prosecute. They have to kind of find the most corrupt judge to, to judge on it. And it's showing just how sick our system is. And it reminds me of Jeremiah. The Bible talks about like one of the last destructions that came upon Israel before they were put into uh, taken into captivity was that their judicial system was wildly, you know, um, immoral, unethical, yeah. evil. So this is kind of showing a, a dark underbelly of our, you know, our, our system and Hey, praise God that is coming out because now we can elect good people in these positions. And I, and I have a feeling that she's probably one of the Soros DAs um, that, you know, Elon Musk talks about this. He says, you know, the best use of money for Soros to use his money is not to buy elections for uh, people that are in positions like president. The best use of his money is to buy out DAs and then get them mm -hmm. not to prosecute right. or get to do evil prosecution. And that's really what's coming to the, to the top right now. Yeah, and we yeah. remember the whole case in Fulton County is election fraud against Trump because he he was alle making allegations that it was not a fair and transparent election in uh, in that uh, state or in that county. Yeah, so he's not allowed to actually have a, a difference of opinion that that uh, that county was mm -hmm. fault. You know, like. What happened? Well, what about back when Gore and Bush were going at it and Gore was like, hey, I think if this is not right and the count's not right. Like, so what about, you know, Hillary Clinton when she was saying uh, illegitimate president, Donald Trump is an illegitimate president. Like, do they all have to like have a, a court case against them for saying having a difference of opinion? I, I thought we were in America. You can have a, a difference of opinion about things. Yeah. Well, evidently not. <laughs>
yeah. not if you're on the wrong side of the aisle. The corruption is staggering. It's staggering. And I don't know which is worse. If Annie's, you know, and I hope she gets a kick in the fanny from, you know, uh, <laughs> Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is a bulldog. When he, he hones in, <laughs> he, uh, he hones in good. And so yeah, I'm hoping he does. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping he does. Well, the other case uh, that I'm talking about is the Eugene Carroll. Eugene Carroll is a woman who allegedly, you know, she claims that she was raped. Well, actually, she doesn't say the word rape. Uh, she, she, in fact, she she won't say it. Um, but she was uh, taken advantage of in a in a uh, dressing room, and so um, the whole case is just really, really bizarre. And and she's bizarre. Um, she's so I, you know, oh yeah, she's just incredibly. She's a trippy person, and and we'll I'll show you some things that'll show you why she's so trippy. As you know, President Trump would say, <coughs> "Excuse me, she's a nut job or a whack job." But um, you know, Brett Bart did a good article. I didn't even want to read anything from uh, CNN. I, I I skimmed through it, and it's just like they're they're just so full of lies. I I just can't even stomach it. And so wow. I went with Brett Bart. And they said, you know, here are some facts about uh, E. Jean Carroll's story that the establishment media do not want to, uh, the public to know. And so they go down this list of 15 points. So number one, the uh, Bergdorf uh, Goodman has no surveillance video of the alleged incident. Now, granted, this incident is, I don't know, in the 90s. I can't even pinpoint. I think they're saying between 1994 and 1996. Uh, so it's a good chance they wouldn't have that that surveillance video today unless some if something happened, it would have been brought to their attention. Like, hey, right. I was uh, attacked yesterday or last week and I want I want evidence. Now, at this time in the 90s, you know, Donald Trump was uh, a celebrity, which makes it really bizarre. It's like how many celebrities do you know that would just take advantage of somebody at a public place? you know, um, a, a nobody, uh, you know, so that right there is a suspect, but okay. One, no video Two, there were zero witnesses, uh, to the alleged sexual attack. Now, if you're in a, you know, a public, uh, store, I, I mean, there's gotta be a scream or something. Don't you think somebody would have, uh, I mean, there's got to be surveillance. There's got to be people around because <laughs> I think it's probably a pretty good store. You know, the location. I don't know much about the store, uh, Bergdorf Goodman, but I'm assuming it's a, probably a decent store. So yeah. you're always going to have people watching, right? You can't just walk out with a fur coat or whatever, you know, they're selling. Um, and so I think, you know, the fact that there were zero witnesses is interesting. And then the third one, uh, you know, she came forward. Uh, conveniently, right about the time her book comes out, she has this book. It says, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what do we need men for? And that came out in 2019. Mm -hmm. So it's right in the height of, you know, President Trump's, um, you know, uh, first term. And uh, and it featured the, the most hideous men of my life. Well, you know, she definitely promoted her book during this time and, and used that to promote her book. And so it's just very interesting, I'll say. Uh, four, she was unable to remember when it occurred. Now, that's a huge one. You know, she yeah. told her lawyer, um, 
you know, originally she thought it was like 1994, then she moved it to 1995 and even 1996. And, but she can't remember exactly when it happened. She doesn't remember the month, the date, the year, or even the season. She couldn't remember whether it's cold or warm or anything. Yeah. Christmas. It. Was the Christmas decorations up in that place? Or not? Obviously, she was very traumatized. Yeah, just bizarre. So number five, she claims she wore this certain dress. And then they did a research on the dress. Uh, and she said she wore it in 1994. Uh, but they checked, and it wasn't even made yet, that style dress. So they did a little investigation. So she's caught right there with uh, inconsistency, you know. Um, yeah. And so – and then she never – you know, number six, she never came forward with the the allegations. I mean, years, literally decades, decades. Yeah, is it the statutory, uh, like the amount of years that's passed? Does it – I think they changed the yeah, law. Statute. They changed the law just for that. Just for this case. Yeah, the just Adult Survivor Act was changed in 2022 so that uh, there would enable her lawsuit to go forward. Yes, exactly. It was like custom made. Hey, we'll we'll get them one way or the other. We'll change the laws. That's very suspect right there. That to me, mm -hmm. in itself, shows that it's a uh, election interference. And number seven, uh, you know, she never, you know, she did a New York Times podcast and she never said uh, she was raped. Uh, in fact, she she wanted to use a different word, and it wasn't very clear. Number eight, this is just her mindset. You know, she calls her cat or dog. You know, vagina. That's what she named it. Uh, you know, just kind of kind of weird. Um, you know, and then they looked. Uh, and uh, point number nine was that um, this whole case sounds very similar to a two uh, two thousand twelve episode of Law and Order. I mean, in oh. fact, they even use the same store, you know. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Store. Oh, she couldn't yeah. even come up with that original piece of data. Yeah. And she says she claims she was aware of the episode, but she denied watching it. Now, did so you see, like, wasn't there some amazing video of, like, her actually talking about it? It was, like, bizarre, like, video of that. It could be. I don't know from from this particular article. Okay, but uh, you know, and so number ten, it says. Speaking of shows, she loved Trump's show, The Apprentice. She says, "I'm a big fan of the show. Very impressed by it." You know, and I would say that if you had this experience with somebody that attacked you, you wouldn't be very impressed by it. You wouldn't, you know, you you wouldn't be a big fan of the show because you wouldn't be a big fan of the star. You know, right. and so. Um, anyway, she's, she thought it was worthwhile, uh, you know, to watch. And so she, she's so traumatized by the event. She can't remember where it took place. And, but the person she's not actually traumatized by, she loves the show. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has issues. And, you know, the one that supported her too in the lawsuit was Reed Hoffman. I don't know if you got that piece of data too, but, uh, he was someone who was bankrolled by Jeffrey Epstein and uh, he also is um, part of bankrolling Nikki Haley. Wow. Which is an interesting little twist to the plot um, as she's crossed both sides of the aisle. But Reed Hoffman is the financier um, of, of her um, 
lawsuit. I mean, even her name, it sounds like she wanted to be an author because it's kind of like E. Jean Carroll. You know, it's the you have to right. have a, an initial for a first name if you're an author. It sounds like the old um, the old authors that were like Charles, once reputable. Uh, Charles Dickens or what's the one that has that 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 has the actual uh, the one who did um the books series of Tolkien. Books. J.R.R. Yeah, Tolkien, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or even the, even the Harry Potter one, I think has a you know. Well, she also had a little bit of a history, and we're not downplaying if someone's had um, a real sexual assault. Absolutely, uh, and that's not what this is about. This is about bringing to light the the fact that her storyline was so ludicrous and yet she was awarded something that was so ludicrous. I mean, it, it's both on both hands that uh, she had also um, accused other people of rape. And she had stated uh, when she talked to Anderson Cooper, who I don't, he's obviously um, deep state, his mother's uh, Vanderbilt, wow. Gloria Vanderbilt uh, and his, brother died from falling off a building. Um, it, very strange family, but uh, she told Anderson Cooper on his show that most people think of rape as being sexy and they think of it as fantasy. So it was just evil. Uh, the, the way that she is so um, uh, promoting promiscuity. We're on the ground and radish, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotation this was not this was not sexual for it just it it hurt it just what it just you know well, i think most people think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy mm -hmm. let's sexy. think of the fantasy let's take a short break we're going to take a quick yeah if you can start oh, we, need, we need to stop this stuff. segment he doesn't know what to how to respond to that. Well, it's because it's this, so ugly. This woman is bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. It is it is truly, um, what truly a bizarre. Slime. So yeah, let me just finish out. Where uh, I'll go real quick on okay. that. So eleven, she made a joke uh, associating sex with uh, Bergdorf Gord, Gord, uh, Goodman in November 1993 before any of this supposedly even happened. So she already had some sort of weird connection with sex and. And Bergdorf, you know, Goodman. So uh, number three, uh, Carol's financially backed by an anti-Trump Democrat, as we uh, talked about earlier, Reed Hoffman, who openly admitted to visiting convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein's private island. So that's very interesting. Um, Democrat Party activists, they back her as well. And uh, the last two, the lawsuit was only to proceed after Democrats created this act in uh, 2022, which got rid of the statute of limitations. And then, uh, and then the last one, we just saw that clip. You know, she thinks uh, that most people think rape is sexy. So just kind of a bizarre, bizarre lady. Now, now she's won this, and and how she won it? She didn't win on. Hey, I was attacked. She won because of Trump calling her a whack job and denying it, which to me is really, really scary. Because if you if you put in a plea not guilty, it means you don't believe you're guilty. 
And if they find you guilty, then all of a sudden they say, well, because you did that, you defamed her name. So, and they were asking for like $24 million for defaming her name. Wow. And they wind up getting $83 million, million dollars uh, for defaming, for just saying, I didn't do it. And you're a whack job, you know? And it's like, don't people have the right to say whether they are innocent or guilty? They have, and I believe with all my heart, he's innocent. And the reason why is because you just, these facts just show, how can you prove anything beyond a reasonable doubt? But let me just close with this. This is what this lady wants to do at this 83 million. It kind of shows the kind of lady she, uh, you know, how crazy she is. So you've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or Rachel. Yes. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel. You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? <laughs> it's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. Maybe oh. not. Yeah. Well, Maybe you, I, you don't joke you're... around things like that. I mean, it, that's just, it's not you know, a funny subject. No. It's she's just bizarre. So. It's, it, she's so bad and so bizarre. You almost think, could she actually be there to flush out, to show how evil everybody is? That they're going to, like, I, it's, I, it's weird, man. I, I just don't it's get very it. Very weird. It's very yeah. weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about um, what's the process now. Do you know? Uh, they'll, they'll fight it. They'll, you know, set it up for appeal. They're, they're appealing it. It's, you know, and I mean, it, you know, the judge even, uh, threatened, uh, Trump's lawyer, you know, uh, Abade, what's her name? Uh, yeah, it is uh, Ab Abedin? something like, yeah. Abedin or is Abedin? I can't remember her. Yeah. It, we saw her at the mm -hmm. great awakening. Yeah. She was great. Uh, I just, so many names to remember, but you know, um, cause she's like, this is absolutely, you know, out of control. And so she threatened her said, you know, you lose your job, you know? Yeah. I'll and I, um, it came out just this weekend that, uh, from Trump's attorney that they found out that the judge's last name happens to be Kaplan and the prosecuting attorney, E. Jean Carroll's attorney's last name happens to be Kaplan and they're not related, but what they, they did used to work in the same law firm Ooh. quite a few years ago. Wow. And um, it was alleged that judge Kaplan was the uh, mentor of the prosecuting attorney or the, the attorney for, um, for uh, E. Jean Carroll. And so that on the appeals will come out, I'm sure, as well as the, the ludicrousness of, of this whole case. So uh, on, uh, one of the things that really burns me is there was um, there's been the last few days, a couple of interviews with Nikki Haley and Nikki Haley is using this lawfare against Trump as a actual 
evidence that he is not capable of concentrating on a presidential campaign because he's in all these uh, lawsuits. And so he doesn't have the capacity. And so you should be voting for me, as Nikki Haley said. And uh, I mean, it, it's part of the pro when the problems created, she didn't defend the fact that the, many of her colleagues uh, in government are being um, are being accused of things from the other side, that this is lawfare and it's election interference. She wow. didn't go into that. And then Pelosi came out and said the, the same thing, is that we don't want a president who's spending all his time in court because he obviously has no integrity. And it's again, it's that whole idea of, yeah, why is he spending time in court? Because there is such an incredible um, attack against him right, right. now uh, for that, again, election interference. So they create a problem and then they point to that. Oh, that's why he can't become president because he's he's obviously a criminal because people are accusing him of things. Right. And so I'm glad you brought up Nikki Haley because I, I like to get now into some of this election, uh, actual the actual election itself. Interesting now that even the mainstream media is saying that Trump beats Biden like by five points, five percentage points. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I think it's probably more like 25. I mean, because <laughs> these are the same people that were polling saying Hillary was going to win in a landslide in 2016. So but it's interesting because like you've got the North Carolina poll, the Meredith poll, they're saying Trump 44 percent, Biden 39, Trump 72, Haley 20. OK, so it's like it's showing that actually Trump would win and definitely we would win better than Haley. And Haley keeps trying to say that, no, uh, uh, tr Trump will I'll beat Biden better than he will. But all the polls aren't showing that. Right. No, no. Uh -uh. Yeah. In fact, uh, Biden, Biden trails Donald Trump in each of the seven swing states, which, ooh, those are the ones that they had to actually mm -hmm. send a bunch of mules to and shove a bunch of ballots. And now, you know, because the 2000 Mules movie came out over the last election, they can't do the same thing they did before or they're going to get caught. So they're, I just see the deep state panicking right now. Um, this oh, is big time huge. panic. Yeah. Even, uh, you know, James O'Keefe this week. I mean, he probably one of the best undercover ones he did. So he takes <laughs> this guy. Uh, did you see that one? Yeah. It? it was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was. So he goes, he poses as a potential gay man for this guy that works for Biden. That's gay. And I think he's thinking he wants to get laid. And so they're hanging out at a bar and he starts to ask some questions and, and, you know, this guy's like, I'm in charge of the security, like kind of like the cybersecurity or, or what goes out on the internet. Um, you know, and they make sure it runs through them and, and all that stuff. It, but then he's talking about, he, you know, James O'Keefe goes, well, what do people feel uh, about Biden himself? Do you think he's really going to be able to run? And and he's just like, you know, he's declined. He's slowing down and, and we're all talking about it. It's it's you know, but what can you do? So we're going to we're going to keep them. We're going to run through. And he said, what about Camilla Harris? He's like, oh, that's another story, you know, that uh, I guess she's really tough on uh, the local. But you got it right here. How long is that? Uh, 13. As I say, oh, it's too long to watch, but it's great. I, other people should definitely go watch it. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, what can we do with Camilla Harris? Nobody wants her. You know, nobody likes her. But you can't you can't fire her because she's a black woman. 
you know, and, and if, what will, what kind of message would that be to the African-Americans, you know? So they're like, we're stuck, <laughs> you know? Oh and gosh. so it's very interesting. And I don't know if, I think he scrubbed his whole, his whole uh, presence on the internet after that. Uh, it probably got fired as well. Oh my gosh. I'm sure he, <laughs> can you imagine yeah. going to work the next day and finding out you were plastered on social media? Well, and the last part of it, interesting at the very end, he, he reveals who he is and the guy gets up and runs like scared out of there. Like, well, what's interesting is he, he brought up James O'Keefe earlier on. And he's like, yeah, I know who he is, you know, and then they kept going and talking and all that stuff. And then at the very end, he's just like, you're talking to James O'Keefe right now. <laughs> he, he obviously didn't know him very well. Well, we I guess when you're in an echo life. chamber. Oh, he had he a pretty, oh, he, he put on his graduate he, glasses. Yeah, he put on, he put on those, uh, Clark Superman Kent. glasses, Clark Kent glasses. And you just didn't, <laughs> couldn't tell that it was not Superman. Oh, oh Yeah. Yeah, well, when you when you're wanting the wrong things, and uh, you know, he obviously was bragging about himself, yeah. um, and wanting to uh, say something juicy. I mean, that's what gossip does; it gets in a lot of trouble. It's almost like watching like a, a Austin Powers movie where Doctor Evil's explaining his evil plan to the camera, yeah. so everybody knows what's about to happen. And, and then, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to watch them actually die. I'm going to just assume that they die. Like, you know, it's just like the enemy, yeah. just, it's the same hubris that the wicked have to kind of like puff themselves up and they just can't help it. No, they can't. You know, their, their fly is drawn to crap, you know, so, <laughs> yes, you know, uh, they are. earlier, I, we didn't know the name uh, of that lawyer. It was Alina Haba, Alina just, just to clear the air, yeah. people. Alina Haba, yeah. which is supposedly being um replaced for the appeal um, yeah clay nash so. is um one of my um favorite intercessor uh, people and he prays he and his wife and another couple pray every week on the phone with her mm. and uh, she's a, a lovely beautiful believer and and she's spirit filled and she's working working really hard because there's case after case after case at least she doesn't have to worry about um the jack smith case because that that came up over the weekend and we know that's the federal case about the january 6th and that the feds were wanting to bring uh trump up on charges for uh, basically um sedition i think and for for cheating and for trying to incite riots incite um uh, a change of government, which are pretty strong um, allegations, but um, he his election interference case was going to be right before Super Su Tuesday. So mm. was that March March fifth? Yeah. And it's been actually um, there was someone who was investigating him and was bringing some things up. He wasn't actually. It's believed that because he he wasn't a federal employee prior to becoming a counsel, a special counsel for the um, DOJ, that he doesn't really have the right to be a special counsel. So those questions have come up wow. about regarding Jack Smith. And basically they've taken that whole case off the calendar, which is to be done in Washington, DC, which obviously would not be a very 
a pleasant or very favorable uh, jurisdiction for President Trump. And so uh, it sounds like Jack Smith right now, he's he's not going to move forward with his case. Well, it's like, you know, it's like the brackets of NFL football. It's like all of these cases, lost, lost, lost. Now you get down to the last, like, I just, yeah. it almost feels like, you know, the AFC, NFC, you know, Donald Trump versus the deep state and all of the teams that they had prepared to go against him are failing, 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 failing. So it's like the last card is going to be drawn. I know I'm mixing my metaphor here, but, but you know, we're waiting for the real final playout. I mean, we got what, nine months till the election. It's just, yeah. I, uh, and all of the hands are being played until there's no hands left. Yeah. And did well, you when there's hear- no hands left, that's when we got to be really careful for a false flag because uh, a wounded that's animal right. will do anything. It's like, you know what? I either, you know, go to Gitmo for the rest of my life or hung by a noose uh, for what I've done, or let's do a false flag. At least someone else pays the price and I don't. I'll live on an island, you know, or something. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, prayer. Yeah. You need to pray against any false flags, especially down yeah. at the border right now. I mean, that's, another big deal right now, the border situation and it's getting heated up. And I actually watched a video of a guy who was like, they're putting all of this amassing all these troops at Eagle pass. Mm. But if you drive a half a mile down, the fence has got holes in it all the way down. Like, so Mm. it's, it's almost like this weird for show thing. I'm thinking, okay, Greg Greg Abbott, thank you so much. You're doing the right thing by resisting an out of control federal government and protecting your border, your state, and saying sorry. But the problem is, is why did it take three years to do this? Yeah. I, I, it doesn't make any sense. No. So I'm doesn't. trying to figure out what, what's the play here? What's what's the the three 5D chess going on here? I don't I don't get it. And then the big deal is you have a bunch of people coming from all over the country who are major patriots going down there. And, and we just got to make sure there's no major escalation. That's the key. Because, yeah. I mean, they could easily turn this into another January 6th to get the cameras on the wrong guys, get the cameras on some feds, say they're white supremacists, have something really bad happen. I mean, this is the type of thing we need to actually pray for protection against from actually taking place because I could just see this happening. And it, it reminds me we're in Black History Month right now. It reminds me how uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., when he did his uh, peaceful noncompliance, his whole focus was the men had to wear suits and women in dresses. They could use no foul language. They could not, no, no acts of violence were involved, completely peaceful. So whatever happens with people down there, even though they're riled up, they cannot move to any type of violence because the enemy will take that and he'll, he'll use it against us. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So Definitely. speaking of the border, you know, there's that, uh, the border, the border bill, for a hundred and eighteen billion billion dollars of our taxpayer money that the Senate is wanting to go through, and um, what are they calling it? They're calling it uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh gosh! So you know that the name just makes me mad. So <laughs> uh, and, and Chuck Schumer, who loves the bill, and I I am just try not to be mean about what I say about him, but um, it's it's embedded in it is some stuff about the border, but it's also money, more money for Ukraine, more uh, some money for Israel and the money for the Palestinians. And so wow. um, three, three out of four of the major uh, 
segments of what the the bill is going to be going outside of our nation. But let's just talk about what the border, they're calling it the border bill. And uh, Michael, Mike Johnson, our speaker, has said it's going to die in the House if it gets here. And so he is one that is very much against it. But what it what it will um, not do is um, it won't close the border. So no <laughs> money at all is going to the border wall. Oh, my gosh. So what it what it does do is it is going to give some of our taxpayer money um as attorney fees for the illegal immigrants so that they can make their cases to um, immigrate in and become citizens of this nation, even though they're here illegally. And uh, it's also basically, it looks like a a great plan to get illegals to become voters because they're going to rush in and grant most of the illegal immigrants here green cards so that they can work and then they will interview in special cases especially the afghans who have not been um, vetted very well they want to rush them into citizenship there's 60,000 afghans remember that airplane when all our our equipment was left behind yeah and many of our americans Many of our civilian Americans were left behind. Uh, Remember all of the Afghan people? They were just piling on those big C-40s or C-5s, whatever they were, big cargo planes packed in. And they weren't vetted. They just um, ran for their position in the the exit planes, and they were allowed to get on them. They're in our country, 60,000 of them that were not vetted. And they're wanting to make them very quickly citizens. So it's actually looks like there's this bill is encouraging like a mass amnesty. Uh, and uh, they're wanting to be able to allow 5,000 immigrants a day across the border. Wow. So they're, they're saying we'll limit it to 5,000. Well, you know, five times seven, that's, that's 35,000 a week. Yeah. It's a and decent we know sized that city. Some of our states only have a few million yeah. people. So very quickly we have this, this exchange of people. Um, as people are um coming in, there's a displacement of our culture, displacement of um who is going to be representing America will not be Americans. And so those are just some of the the border portions of this horrendous bill. So, well, you know, this serves really as a good thing. It's not going to go through. And then we get to see just how crazy the other side is. This, the new term will be the, you know, E. Jean Carroll crazy. That's how crazy (laughs) this stuff really is. But people get to see it. And, you know, those that new watermark. Yeah. And, and when you want to vote, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of time researching, you know, because there's varying degrees of like conservatives, there's rhinos and there's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All you have to do is just look at Chuck Schumer and just do opposite. And then that'll save you so much time. It's like, well, let's just go with the worst, you know, and that way you'll know anything opposite of him, you know, is good. Uh, to no. vote for. And so I keep thinking he's like Adam Schiff. He's, he's on the other side and he is. Yeah. Sitting on our side of the aisle. So a very strange. What he said, uh, he made a threat um, 
it was a veiled threat that said, if the border bill is not passed, your children might be sent to fight in the Ukraine. History yeah. will look over our shoulders to see if we were we raised up to this occasion. Ukraine will might even be gone in a year. Uh, so we might even be in a war in the Middle East at any time. It's a compromise, yes, but that's how you get things done in Washington. That's what he said. The problem is that the Republican senators that um, are tr have to drown out Trump's voice against it. So he's trying to give uh, kind of a wink, wink to the other rhinos, um, make sure that we drown out Trump's voice who's coming against it. But they're afraid of him. They need to move forward and fund these things. Billions to the border, yes, and to Ukraine and Israel and to the Palestines. Wow. Yeah, I, wow. I think I think what the, the big issue here is that, I mean, there's a bunch of major issues here, but the the, the fact that they want to make, get all of this other spending uh, to justify actually doing their job, they want to they, they want another they want a special bill passed. And I was listening. Uh, Elon Musk reposted um, Mar uh, Bill Mar, which I don't particularly enjoy him, but lately he's said a lot of really smart stuff. He said. That these guys want to get a special piece of paper passed so that they can do their job. They don't need a special piece of paper passed. It's already done. Like it, the president doesn't need anything to actually enforce the border. Yeah. And that's what everybody's finally trying is, is everybody's been saying. He doesn't need a, a special bill. Like bring back the things you struck down by, by fiat that were policies that were working that did you immediately the first day got rid of and then said, Oh, these are shameful bills that Trump had. And then the previous president was shameful. And then he, he struck down all this stuff that actually protected the border. And now he's saying, Oh, but we need to pass a bill for me to change it back. And, and Oh, by the way, I want more millions to go to Ukraine, which is preposterous because like that whole war, man, there's like 450,000 men in Ukraine dead for a war yeah. that never had to happen. Yep. They make yeah. money off of war. They're warmongers. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that Trump said about this. He said, you know, only a fool or a radical left Democrat would vote for this horrendous border bill, which only gives a shutdown authority after 5,000 encounters a day when we already have the right to close the border mm -hmm. now, right? Which must be done. The bill is great is a great gift to the Democrats and a death wish for the Republican Party. It takes the horrible, horrible job the Democrats have done on immigration and on the border, absolves them and puts them put it all squarely on their shoulders of Republicans. Don't be stupid. We need yeah. a separate border and immigration mm -hmm. bill. It should not be tied to foreign aid in any way, shape, or form. The Democrats broke immigration at the border. They should fix it, make America great again. I mean, just phenomenal. Boy, yeah. he's calling it right as it is, you know, right. because that's exactly what they would do. They would say, hey, look, you had Republicans supporting this, so mm -hmm. you can't get on us for this. This is not a Biden thing. That's exactly yeah. what they would say. I mean, it just makes me sick when all that the Senate and the House want to do is spend our money, spend our money. And it's, it's in, not on us. Right. I mean, this is a lot of money and it, it is just ludicrous. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of, of gaming going on. There's a lot of trying to show off and puffing. There's just a lot of theatrics going on. 
And it's like the people that we elected to actually be in charge of making sure that these things, I mean, that's the one thing, the one thing that the federal government should do. One of like three or four things, yeah. you know, a post office and secure the border. I mean, it's yeah. like, you're not, you know, you're spending all this money on the government of education and all this other stuff that you don't have anything in the constitution that says you can do that, but you won't actually do the job we pay you to do. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, not yeah, funny. Well, I it's think tragic. we need this shift to something lighter. <laughs> I'm feeling a little heavy. How about the Super Bowl? <laughs> it is Super Bowl week. Yeah, Super Bowl week. Woo! And the Niners, Niners. are in it. Yeah. Super Bowl. Hallelujah. Big, big distraction. <laughs> That's yeah, what I call it. Very big. I'm Thanks. glad before the show you told us that our uh, our local area 49ers are going to be in the game. I just knew the Chiefs because of the whole Taylor Swift, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. It's just, it's yeah, not a psyop. She's not a psyop. <laughs> I, whatever it is, there's a lot of focus on stuff that's not that important. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift they literally have said on on the news, Taylor Swift's not a psyop. Because there's this whole thing going on, yeah. this whole narrative that whoever Taylor Swift says you should vote for, like a certain percentage of people are going to vote for. And I'm thinking, okay, if those people are making that decision based on Taylor Swift, they were already Biden supporters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So I'm not worried about anybody in the middle actually deciding yeah. to vote for Biden because of Taylor Swift saying it. But she already said that she, along with, with um, uh, Miley Cyrus, we're going to leave the country if Trump were elected. So yeah. I only made millions and millions. We'll be free. <laughs> I wish I wish people would somehow force them to to own up to that. Say, hey, look, he's elected. You need to leave and go. Yeah, don't let the See door it. hit you on the way out. That's right. Yeah. Well, we got a game. It's a, it should be a good game. Allegiant yeah. Stadium in Vegas, a brand new stadium, looks like Darth Vader's helmet. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. uh, it's coming this Sunday, February 11th, kickoff at 3.30 uh, PST, Pacific Standard Time, where I'm going to be watching over at my brother-in-law's house. Niners who beat the Lions, Chiefs who beat the Baltimore Ravens, uh, the defending champions, um, and who beat the Eagles last year, which everybody hates the Eagles. My daughter is now a Dallas fan. Ooh, I cannot believe it. But she's like, but everybody hates the Eagles. And it's getting to the point now where there's a good portion of the people in America that are not fond of the Chiefs anymore. And I think it has something to do with uh, Mr. Uh, Pfizer and his girlfriend, but we won't go back there. Um, there is interesting thing though about about Taylor Swift is that she's trending with the Super Bowl news. So they're, yeah. they're, it's like there's this there's this weird partnership going on between the yeah. NFL and Taylor Swift. And and then I guess like was it last night she announced a brand new uh, a brand new album uh, at the Grammys. My my daughter told me about. It. I didn't watch it. So oh, how convenient. Yeah, convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. Uh, but Reba's going to be singing the national anthem. Oh, and she, yeah. who doesn't love Reba? Absolutely. And she's going to belt it. And when she sings it, she means it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I'll, I don't have a TV. So, so who's doing the halftime satanic worship service? Uh, I don't know. A guy called Usher. Oh, Usher, yeah. Usher. And remember, it's going to be a ritual because that's what those those are. They're, they're actual rituals that the um, the elite use to, to feed whoever they are worshiping at the time. 
and so, it seems like it the last several uh, you know even analyzed and we're like the symbology so i don't say that to be funny i'm, no. I'm actually quite uh -huh. serious it is a ritual Good. yeah i don't know i mean I, i'm pretty sure usher is definitely part of the cabal so it's going to be that's going to be a rough thing to have last year it was rihanna before that it was the weekend who did a total demonic thing going down into hell and all the demons and their yeah. eye, red eyes remember that and their masks the faces are all masked with just eyes yeah. It was in all, all dressed in red suits. It was bizarre. Yeah. So and they, the year before that, it was they were uh, they were COVIDs. There was the COVID organism, and then the people on the gurneys. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Was so that they the were, It was, was before that? COVID. So they were um, they were celebrating that whole COVID. Was that the yeah? Olympic? Wasn't that the Olympics? Oh, it's that the Olympics? Okay, I think you're right. Olympics. Olympics. Okay. But yeah, they, they control all I, of them. It was the the pole dancing uh, with uh, Jennifer Lopez, right? Uh, yeah. You know, total yeah, porn show. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. Something on, but not much. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to be turning off the halftime show. I'll be there to watch the 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 national anthem and the singing "America the Beautiful." Post Malone's going to sing "America the Beautiful." I want to watch that. I'm um, there to watch the game, kick off in the game, but at halftime, I'll turn it off, do something else. Well, you can always decode it. You know, if you, you decode it, you watch it. That's what I do. You can, and Record then you it. help people actually understand that there are intentional symbologies within all of those shows yeah. that yeah. are um, stating some things. But we do have, you know, it's in Las Vegas. So, of course, the odds makers are all. Um, all over the map because the only one who wins in Las Vegas are the odds makers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so whomever you bet on, you know, uh, ESPN uh, says uh, the 49ers have a 59% chance to win, but then uh, bet MGM does the NFL. They, they also favor the Niners, but the Beecher report says KC's going to win 27 to 21. And uh, Sporting News says the Chiefs going to win 30 and the 49ers will only make 24. So you can see everybody has their ideas. It's coming down to the last big game. We'll the see. It's coming. We so shall see. World news. Well, yeah. well the good news is that uh, Trump announced that Biden is actually not going to do his um, big Super Bowl interview. And he yeah. said, that's a great decision. I mean, the guy can't put two words together to make a sentence. So I would be very happy to replace him if they would want me to. The ratings would be gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's good. He's the ultimate troller. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. Uh, you know, Las what Vegas. in Vegas? Yeah. Trump is. Yeah, he was there during the uh, MGM shooting. You yeah. never know where he's going to show up. He did say, somebody asked if he would come to New York and would he be willing to do a, a rally in the Bronx? And he said, that's a great idea. No he said, way. I'll do it at Madison Square Gardens. And so I think we might be having a Trump rally uh, right wow. in the heart of Demland. Did you, uh, now did you, have, have you seen lately? They're going out on the streets and they're asking, they're going to the heart of the Bronx. They're going down in South Carolina. They're asking black voters, who are you going to vote for? Every single one of them says Trump. So wow. we, we were doing better under Trump. We were better. We were, we were making money under Trump. Now we're broke because of Biden. You know I mean, they were just like going and, and, and there's like one or two, like 10 different like interviews. Yeah. And I, I, I wish I would have had the video to show it, but just search it on X. You can see, you say black voters and Trump, you'll see 
video after video after video of people just saying, yeah, we, we, we made done. a mistake. We should have never vote for, we should have never voted for Biden. Trump was way better. And so that, and he already had gotten during 2016, he already gotten 14 more, like 14% more of the black vote during that election. So who knows how many more he's going to get this time? Yeah, definitely. Well, let's jump a little further south, uh, south down the map, uh, Chile. And, you know, we had some issues this week. Wow. that So that's bizarre. So Chile mm -hmm. had a storm, a very, and, and people are saying this on regular, a Maui-like storm where rows of cars burned and then trees on the sides didn't. Doors yeah. didn't open and corpses in the in the cars. So was it like lightning strikes? Like our 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 CCU fire was you know directed energy lightning strikes. But well, these are cars that melted. Like the oh cars melted. So the amount of heat that you would have, and I, I wish I had a picture to show it. The amount of heat, this row of cars that it would have taken to make those cars melt. There's no way that that came from a fire when there's actually no fuel anywhere else around them. Yeah, I saw a mm -hmm. picture um, of a palm tree with just the top on fire. So when the top's on fire, you go, wouldn't this have, and nothing else around it. So it wasn't like a super saturated, heated atmosphere. It was just the top of the prawns on the, the palm tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, South America, you know, they're, they're in the game too. I mean, as far as, you know, waking up. You know, we just had an election down there that oh, uh, conservative. San, Sal San Salvador. Yeah. There was a president was reelected. He ran on cleaning up crime. He created an anti-cartel uh, military force. They arrested all the cartel. They've had a huge drop in all of their crime. And they reelected him again. And if you listen to his speech, I don't know if you heard his speech, he's like, how can we not rise to the top? We used to be great. He's like, it's like other countries that used to be great and had the values we are putting it in now, and they rose to the top, but they're forgetting the values and the values of God and hard work and and mm -hmm. and people that are honest and integrity. And he's like, he's just preaching like a sermon yeah. and, about, and people are like cheering him on, and like it's just beautiful to see that San Salvador's president. I don't know his name, but he's yeah, he's brilliant. I remember uh, when he first arrested all those cartel. I was a couple years back. It was like, wow, he really cleaned up, uh, cleaned the shop. Yeah. So it was uh, very encouraging to see that. Yeah, he won more than seventy-five percent of the the vote. So yeah, landslide. Goodness, they they couldn't um, corrupt the elections enough to uh, keep him out of office. Yeah, here's a picture of him. Salvadorians voted on Sunday in election to expected to hand president. Naib Bakil, another landslide victory with many happy to overlook the young leader's authoritarian drift after he crushed gang violence and had paralyzed that had paralyzed the lives of people in the Central American countries. Amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah thank goodness our CIA didn't get part of that yeah, yeah. or he wouldn't have been elected. <laughs> yeah. Probably would have got sick or got a heart attack somehow. Hey, we're coming up to close to the hour. We got a bunch of real, uh, just little things. I mean, King Charles, we just found out King Charles has cancer. Mm -hmm. so that's sad to hear. I um, wonder how that's yeah. going to go play out. Um, then, of course, uh, Enoch News and Vigilant Fox have a bunch of really key pieces of news. I'd love to just kind of flow through some of them if you guys are ready to go to that. Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay, so let's just kind of jump through some of the e the Enoch News stuff. Um, the Department of Justice is investigating Dems for allegedly allegedly misusing government funds for personal security. So that's yeah, interesting. Surprise, so surprise. They, they, they can hire people with guns, but you can't, right? Yeah, they want uh, to defund the police, but they feel like they need their own security. Right. Well, there's probably a reason they need their own security. Yeah. Uh, IRS, uh, ex-IRS contractor sentenced to five years in prison for leaking Trump's tax records. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. And then again, the uh, like Germany had been blocking last week. Now the French are blocking the roads. The French farmers are out with their tractors yeah. and uh, good to see that they're taking part and part um, and the Irish, too. I don't know if you read the Irish are up in arms because they were told they had to um, call 200,000 of their cows because of the methane problem. Oh, my gosh. So they so took ridiculous. to the streets. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the people that the, the World Economic Forum and the elites that are making these ridiculous laws to try to shut down. They don't want people to grow their own food, raise their own animals, have land to live on. They want them to just pack people into little home, like little like sardines and big high rises and make everybody follow their communist plan. It's just ridiculous what they're trying to do. And the thing is, this is the thing. It's so ridiculous that everybody's figuring it out. Yeah. Like yep. everybody's waking like, up what? to it. The bear has been is being woken up to what they've been doing. And they're so, mm -hmm. they, they don't have control of X, you know, Twitter anymore. They don't have, they're losing control of the narrative and shows like ours, us and millions others like us are, are questioning the narrative, showing the facts and people are starting to wake up. So it's really great to see. It is good. What uh, else you got? What, what do you got, Chris? Four or five. Well, so yeah, some of the Ukraine officials are, uh, they're admitting that they have a problem with the corruption of the dispensing of weapons or the money that we sent over there for weapons purpose. They, uh, they're reporting that there was a corruption scheme and it may not have gotten to actual weapons purchasing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Sorry. for every gun, there's a mansion Yes, let's tag on a little bit more. And then, uh, you know, we we did, Biden said he was going to send a response to those, um, to the Jordanian soldiers, that American soldiers that were killed. But uh, right now he hasn't done anything. And then he's also doing some saber rattling about um, that he has not taken um, Iran off uh, the possibility of doing some drone attacks Tax, there. Yeah. And I'm not happy about that. If no. we directly attack Iran, it's, uh, it's going to be not a pretty sad. It's going to very quickly um, e escalate into something we don't want. Well, and I could easily see uh, either false flags or actual attacks from people that came across the border in the last mm -hmm. 10 million people that were unvetted that came across the border being mm -hmm. operatives Iran, which... I mean, and then of course, when that happens, and they go, "Oh yeah," so then we'll blame it all on Biden, and then we got all these problems now. It's like, yeah, we're we're in a, we're in need we need some prayer right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here's an interesting one: the U.S. fighter jet crashes off of uh, South Korea. Yeah, you wonder too. We're hearing a lot about cyber attacks and how much of the electronics in these jets. Um, how much can they be taken over? Was that just a real crash? Was it a pilot error? 
Or was that a cyber attack? Yeah, that's interesting. Here's a big good one. Here's a good one. Good news. Utah passes a law to regulate bathroom access for, for transgender people. So they're no longer just can use whatever bathroom you, you identify for. So that's a, that's a win. Um, the House Committee advances Mayorkas impeachment articles. Yes. Hallelujah. Impeach Mayorkas. Let's yeah. get this done. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think, put that forward. What do you got, Chris? Uh, we see that uh, Bayer was ordered to pay $2.25 billion after the jury finds Roundup weed, weed killer caused a Pennsylvania man's cancer. Wow. So I am expecting more. Yeah, I guess well, Bayer owns um, Roundup Company, and and it, um, I mean that that is so widely used. It'll be interesting to see other people uh, get some financial compensation. Now, now, would Bayer be considered one of the big pharma? I mean, Bayer it seems like it's big mm -hmm. pharma, like yeah. all of the different oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. medical. Yeah, companies. I mean that yeah. was Rockefeller said when he was not allowed to um, put certain monies in certain places that he was going to create. Uh, put it in a way that he could still basically cause harm. Wow. Well, yeah. Brian, and you know what? You're seeing advertisements for that roundup, um, you know, attorneys saying, hey, if you experienced that or if you got leukemia, things like that, uh, we awesome. want you to call in or uh, write us. And, you know, they should do that one for that thing where they jabbed everybody with a, uh, emergency authorization usage of a, of a vaccine that wasn't a vaccine. Oh, they should do yes. that. You, like, we, I, I, we need to have a code word. We just call. We yeah, we just got kicked off of YouTube for saying just that much. Yeah, uh, we, we got to come up with a code word. I don't know, Wuhan serum or yes. inoculation, inoculation, or something. Well, okay, uh, yeah. But w next show, right. I'd like to get back on YouTube. I only have one strike at this point under this uh, email, so <laughs> yes. let's uh, experimental procedure. We'll call it. No, yeah, we'll come okay. up with something and, and uh, you know, whatever. Here's a couple odd things that happened just recently. Um, Brian, Texas, there was a massive fire that engulfed a chicken farm. Okay. Now, if you remember back last year or the year before both, there was like 36 odd fires that took place at chicken farms, slaughterhouses, places where food, food plants, food was produced. So uh, and then another one, a gas pipeline explodes in uh, Williamwood, Oklahoma. So that's that's an interesting. I just you just kind of see these various things going on, and you're like, okay, just pay attention. What are the what could these things mean, and where could they be coming from? You know, that reminds me also of of the uh, Ohio incident with the chemicals with the train crash. You yes, know, that uh, Palestine, I, I guess Palestine. Yeah, Palestine. Um, Biden is supposed to be visiting that it's been a, over a year and, uh, I don't think he's going to have a very welcomed, um, reception, but yeah. I think, you know, it's an election year and you got to say you at least visited it. So I think people are going to voice. I, I actually opinion. read something that I think the mayor of Palestine, uh, asked him not to come. Wow. Nice. He said a year later is a little late. Yeah. Sir. A little late. A little late, yeah. yeah. We don't cancel wanna... that. Cancel that, that that photo op, please. When is that supposed to happen? Do you know? I, I remember they were just talking about it last week, but it will happen, or something will happen. But okay, here's a really bizarre one. A Pennsylvania man was arrested 
for allegedly beheading his father. And now they're trying to say that he was a, an avid MAGA supporter. Yeah. I was weird. I was actually in a restaurant two days ago having lunch with somebody, and I'm hearing two people talk about this. And one guy's, oh, yeah, just one of those crazy, you know, MAGA people that do stuff like behead people. Yes. It was cra it was crazy. Yeah. That, that is what, some people are so brainwashed. I mean, people that have gone to like MAGA rallies who hate Trump go, man, everybody's really kind and nice and friendly. People that, you know, went to the rally and, and and then the people that were served after the rally said we went there to go clean up and there was no trash left on the ground. There was, you know, 30,000 people here and nobody left any trash. They, they were friendly to me like, oh, but we're supposed to believe that some MK Ultra guy, you know, beheaded his father and he happens to be a Trump supporter. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Absolutely well, I think bizarre. we probably have so much news. I don't know how we're ever <laughs> going to get, get through it. to it. Why don't we just jump to the top 10? Because um, we like to show yeah. Vigilant Fox's top yeah, 10. Yeah, I've got the first one. You got uh, it. In Vigilant Fox, it, this is the news that you will not hear on mainstream media. And number 10 is Ed Dowd reveals alarming excess death data in children. And this was a UK report that said that in children, this just broke my heart. I've got a niece who has two children in UK. And children under 14, their death rates in the United Kingdom are up 22%. No but despite that there's this, it's a very alarming trend. And you'd think it'd be all over the news. There's getting very little media or public government attention. Well, and it's interesting about that, you know, uh, somebody was saying something about like, why don't we know exactly how many people died? It was a friend I was having lunch with the other day. Why don't we know how many people have actually died from this procedure? Okay. And, and I said, well, the only thing that was created to monitor that was VARES. Mm -hmm. And most people don't know how to use VARES. Most, and then another, most people don't know how to read VARES. They had to actually create a separate um, website called openvares.com where you can actually go and see how many deaths, you know, wow. percentages, what, you know, so this, this is another one of those crazy, alarming excess death things. And man, I just, we're going to be held accountable someday to like not speaking out against this earlier. Yeah. yeah. What did you do with my children? You know? Oh my gosh. And then the January 6th pipe bomber. Remember that big deal? There was a pipe bomb outside the RNC and the DNC, both of them on January 6th. It was a big distraction. Yep. And uh, they've actually, they knew his license plate number. They knew the train that he, um, the, the subway, the metro that he took. They knew where he got off. And uh, finally, um, this mysterious suspect uh, who planted, they had the video of it. An FBI whistleblower, Kyle Seraphim, good name. Cool name. Angelic host, Kyle mm -hmm. Seraphim. He reported last May that the te technicians who went to, to disarm the bomb said that the devices actually were inoperable. So it wasn't a working bomb. And then they finally found, um, as they did their, their work, uh, they basically came to the conclusion that um, the the people who were, they knew the name of the man, uh, they surveilled him and the team that was on it was pulled off it and told to go actually do some investigation of some low level January 6th uh, participants. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> and so it's sitting there uh, and the FBI doesn't want to move forward with it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, just corrupt. nothing surprises me. It was just made to make a story. That's all it was. It yeah. wasn't to be operable. God forbid they blew up somebody and then it gets tied to a government official. And so they, uh, yeah, this is just all a false flag. Here's a good one. Uh, Vigilant Fox set reports another one. Number eight, RFK exposes Joe Biden's racist past in a viral post. I got to tell you right now, I posted two or three different um, videos made by uh, RFK. They're phenomenal um, to go watch them where he just he just spits truth. I mean, mm -hmm. and it's like you love him or hate him. You, you know, he's you know a Democrat running independently. He was anti-Trump all the way through. But this guy is speaking the truth on a variety of topics, and the left just can't stand it because here he is a he's a diehard liberal, classic liberal, not a leftist, and they want to shut him up. But he's yeah. he's pointing out, you know, that Joe Biden's a racist. Yeah, and he is. He's is yep. a racist. Yeah, and then Megan Kelly um, basically uh, thinks that because of uh, E. Jean Carroll. Uh, that her case basically she just handed the election to Donald Trump because we know the harder they they go after him the better the polls go up in his favor so true and, and it, it this is the heart of America Americans don't like a bully mm -hmm. and Americans want to go for the underdog so that's that's the the heart of who we are as we fight we fight for the underdog we hate bullies and it's just becoming showing over and over and over again that there is an elaborate deep state bully mm -hmm. that is going after Trump. So that's big. Good, good job, Megan. Mm -hmm. So number six. Number six, data is clear. COVID-19 vaccination does not protect against severe hospitalization and death. Uh, I didn't use the right term for that. But Jabby jab. Yep. Oh, well, there we go. Strike two. Yeah, we, we <laughs> I don't think we knew that. We did not know that it doesn't. We're just reading the headlines. We're just reading the headlines, YouTube. <laughs> That's right. And we know that Snoop Dogg, you know, he's that iconic rapper. He looks so good there. Um, he's he's uh, endorsing Trump. And so uh, basically he's saying, I think he's the man. He is nice. Yeah, yep. and then we then we got the world the World Health Organization chief Tedros uh, admits uh, info warriors are hindering the NWO agenda. I mean, what what you just said that out? He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, that would be us. <laughs> we're info warriors. We're info warriors are yeah. hindering the new world order agenda. <laughs> yep, oh, I bet working. you Alex Jones is all excited about that as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well. Okay, a couple left. Okay, one we already covered. James O'Keefe drops yeah. viral video. Do you know James O'Keefe did one that Chris was on the other day talking about? I think we maybe we talked about this last week where he get this is the second person he showed up, pretend to be somebody else, um, as like a gay guy. And then they went shopping for purses with the guy who was in he was um I can't remember, he was like a he was actually a, a Democrat who was in the uh, um office of a Republican. But he was talking about all of these Republicans and Democrats on both sides are all bought out by leverage because they all go to these DC sex parties and they have all they have stuff on each other. So that's why they control. That's how DC's ran. Pizzagate. <laughs> yeah, Pizzagate, right? 
Yeah. They, yeah. Have, they can control people with all of this stuff that they've done and they yeah. have been in video. It's all about control. So you mean kind of like Jeffrey Epstein type of stuff, basically. And that's why it is so important to have people that are truly faithful to God in leadership. And our yep. founding forefathers right. said that for this very reason, because you know, they, they look for these people. They say, hey, let's get this compromise and then we'll fund them and get them in because he's he's yep. completely controlled. He'll be ours. We'll have yeah. them around by the leash. Well, they, they, they talk about, you know, when uh, in Exodus, it talks about when Jethro tells Moses, you need to set up godly men of good character who are competent, who can lead the people in the tens and hundreds and thousands. Like that's the way our government was set up. That's actually way that our, mm -hmm. our founding fathers desired it to be. And that would be some of the things that we want. We want men that are men and women that are competent to do That's the right. job, who are who fear God. That was the other point. They fear God. They can oversee other people well, manage other people well, and to oversee these. And there's a couple of like key things the Bible talks about. And it's like the same thing that you know the founding fathers talk about over and over again. I just put a quote up on Facebook recently, just this last weekend of um, Adams. John Adams said, that the Constitution of the United States is wholly inadequate to govern the American people unless they're religious and moral. So, like, yeah. you have this this really good system of government yeah. that's a, a beautiful work of art that men made. But if the people in the government, the people in the country, aren't don't fear God, they don't have a relationship with God, then this system can be just as corrupted as any other system. You should write a book about that. I'm going to write a book about that. There what you a go. Great idea. <laughs> it's going to be called Re America. It's coming, I love it. Coming out soon. Working coming on out. It. Yes. And okay. So, a couple last to finish up. Why don't you hit this one? Number two, Tucker Carlson. He warns against the true motives behind the globalist agenda. So, he's doing keep, keep looking at his uh, ex. He's got all of his, his uh, videos up on X. I think he's in his 60s now, like 69, 68. So, he's at 71. Oh, he's at 71. Yeah. He's in uh, Russia right now. And yes. he is, um, uh, I don't I don't know who he's advertising or who he's interviewing, but I know he was on the street and they asked, who do you think um, Tucker Carlson is? And all of them said, he's a great patriot. <laughs> it was yeah. very, very interesting. So, yeah. Anyway. Yep. He is probably waking up more people individually than very many uh, there's not very many people that's all i could say there's probably a handful above them but he has such a large audience and so he is really i think making a difference yeah yeah God and bless so him. The, yeah he's in the, the his interview that i mentioned earlier uh, maybe i didn't get into it i didn't i didn't get into it but he has an interview with uh, brett weinstein who mm -hmm. goes down to the, the yeah. darien gap um down in panama and he shows that they're actually military establishment chinese ran establishments to help people get through the Darien Gap and come up through South America, through Central America into, into, into the United States. Yeah. If you have a chance, watch that. Um, go to Tucker's because it, he, it actually, the Chinese, they were very closed off to the general public. And then the others were the general, the flood of immigrants who are poor. And he said, the reason this is so confusing, we are both getting the stream of the poor and we're getting invaded. Both are happening and it's meant to happen at the same time because it distracts us and allows those young military age men to come in unattended. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the other thing about Tucker was that he people are saying that he's likely going to be interviewing Putin 
which that is going to make the deep yeah. state people's heads spin. Because if you listen to what Putin says, I mean, RFK says Putin talks about it regularly, wanting to stop the war. Mm-hmm. It just come to the table. Let's have a negotiation. And um, there was an actual a peace accord made before the war ever started that Boris Johnson went in and got it torn up uh, yeah. at the at the behest of the American government. And now 450,000 men have in in uh ukraine have been have died and they don't have any more men left they're having to go pull yeah. people off the streets and and give them a machine gun and say go fight because there's nobody left to fight i mean the the, the deep state mm-hmm. has decimated ukraine if it, mm-hmm. it, it's almost yeah. like it's like if we can't have it we're gonna burn it down that's the type of evil people or they're gonna burn down their evidence because jfk jr he did a great interview last week um on uh, the Chinese uh, Wuhan lab and showing where it went. But he talked about the whole project paperclip where the Nazis came in to America and he went through Fauci's cause he came out with a new book. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was a great Fauci interview was in a lab why he thought it, it was in a lab. And he said after uh, a lot of those Nazi um, scientists were sent over to Ukraine. So he talked about the bio labs that were very much part of being set up and that they were set up there because they didn't have any constraints. They didn't have the U S government yeah. constraints that uh, we have here. Well, so. and, and then they made it, they made uh, gain of function research illegal in America. That's right. So then they just sent it over to Off, offshore. offshore yeah. And that, that's how they're, they're doing it. So I, I encourage people to get a hold of RFK's new book, um, his interview, watch his interview about the book. It, I mean, he, he's brilliant. And he, yes, he, is. he really cover, uncovers a ton of topics that most people don't know. Like, and, and people would go, oh, no, that's like a conspiracy theory. No, like, no, it's on Wikipedia and in their, our, in our encyclopedias and in storyline that there was these Nazi scientists that fled after the war to both Russia and America. It's not a, a, a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. Yeah. And then Russia took in 32,000 of them or 3,200 of them. And we took in 1,200 of them, but we got the best ones. And that began the beginning of the, the arms race and the yep. beginning of the space race. And, and that is CIA. facts. And the CIA. The black op operations. And those guys were Nazis. So imagine what their morals and values are. All are. Yeah. And we put them to work in high level positions in our government yeah. and our, yep. in our, in our undercover and our, uh, in, you know, our, um, our various three-letter organizations. So you don't even know. Like some, of, you know, there's some people that were famous. There's guys like von Braun, who is part of the NASA space program, who we know, you know, was a Nazi. Mm-hmm. But there's other, but there's 1,200 other ones we don't know where they were. And we, you know, you, so that's imagine wh- wh- how that influenced America's policies and direction to not for the better. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I'll put that in show notes as well, that those links. Great. So, well, are right. we, uh, yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. We're, uh, we're over time. One twenty. Thanks for staying on with us late tonight. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, yep. But we know we've got a God of hope that he's with us in the storm. He's with us in the election. He's with us as we take back this nation. That's right. And we're taking it back for, the moral values that make it great. Coming yep. at you from an underground bunker somewhere, an undescript <laughs> in the middle of the storm. Uh, but we know God wins. That's right. We're finishing up with our generators, so we're almost out of uh, propane. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>